has done up to this point, and we're looking forward to what God will continue to do in our midst this morning. We're going to turn our Bibles this morning uh, to that passage of Scripture that the bishop started the service off with this morning in the book of Isaiah chapter 53. chapter 53 and I'll turn there with you Isaiah chapter 53 and verse number 1 Amen and it reads who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed Amen now we're going to ask the Lord to talk to us here this morning that God would speak to our hearts, amen, that we would be changed and transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost, amen. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come into this place of worship, to hear your word, God, to feel the presence of the Lord. We thank you for the spirit of worship, Lord, that, that swept through here a few moments ago, Lord, and still is moving through this house on this Sunday morning. We thank you, God, Lord, that there is a church in the city of Lathrop, God, for this entire region, God, that is preaching the gospel message, God. And we want to open our hearts this morning to receive your word, God. God, I'm asking you, Lord, to anoint my lips of clay. Help me to speak, Lord, as the mouthpiece of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. God bless you. Amen. If you're going to preach with me, amen, you can be seated. If you're not, you can remain standing. And we'll shame you until you preach with me. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ, amen, is a report, amen, that is full of good tidings. Amen. The gospel, uh, if somebody was to ask you to define what is the gospel, amen, it is the, the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the plan of redemption for lost humanity. Amen. There is a message interwoven throughout the scriptures from Genesis chapter 1 to, to the last chapter in the book of Revelation. And it is the message of redemption, of God redeeming and God delivering mankind out of the hold and the, uh, the bondage of sin that it would like to put in our lives. Amen. The message of the gospel is that God wants to deliver us out of the the, the vices of sin and the entrappings of the world and the things that uh, so easily beset us and hold us down. Amen. The, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a message of deliverance. It's a message of salvation. And on this Sunday morning, I'm going to preach the gospel message one more time. But I'm going to ask you the question, and this is my title this morning. Whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? Amen. Will you continue to believe the message of this world and the message of the devil to your life that you will always be in the situation that you're in? You will always be, amen, cast down and depressed and tormented. Amen. You will always be, amen, held captive to the, the vices of sin and the habits that you've always known. Amen. The voice of this, this, uh, the voice of Satan, the, the message of hell in your life today is that you have been born into a family of losers and you'll always be a loser. Amen. The message of hell to your life today is that you're always going to be defeated. You're never going to overcome. Amen. But the report of the Lord that I want to bring 
to you on this Sunday morning is there is a higher power in this world. There is a word from heaven to your life. And that is that God wants to lift you up out of the entrappings of the world. God wants to bring a message of hope into your life today. And how many through the years have heard the gospel message preached year after year, time after time, and have just allowed the message of the gospel to go in one ear and out the other. Amen. And they, they've heard the gospel preached and they've thought, well, that's good for those people and that's good for them and that's good for you, preacher, but that's not what it is for me. Amen. How many have rejected the gospel and you watched it turn away and walk out the door sorrowful? Amen. To a life of, to a life of enslavery to sin. But how many others have come to an apostolic church? Amen. And have heard the gospel preached into their, into their ears and have received it into their hearts. And how many of those have, amen, grabbed a hold of it and said, I need that in my life. I want what God has for me. And I received the message of this preacher today. The message from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I've seen people as they've come to church. And there's, there's those sitting in this house this morning that have heard the gospel preached into their ears, into their ears, and they've received it. And I've watched them as the days and the transpired to weeks, and the weeks transpired to months, and yea, even into years. And I've seen the transformative power of God work in their lives. Amen. To the point that people don't recognize them. Because for once, amen, they were filled with depression. They had no hope. And they were downtrodden and life had beat them up. Amen. Their husbands had abused them. Amen. Their family had ridiculed them. The world had told them they were worth nothing. Amen. But they allowed God to speak into their lives. And you can watch the transformative power of the Holy Ghost as it works in a person's life. And suddenly see a glow of the Holy Ghost. And suddenly you see eyes that have hope. Amen. That there is a Savior. And that He's come to save me. And He's come to deliver me. And He's come to bring me life. Oh, let's clap our hands to the Lord and worship Him. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Every time the outcome of somebody hearing and believing and receiving the report of the Lord, every time that outcome has been something beautiful, every time that outcome has been something that's transformative, I watch people, amen, come to church, amen, with no hope, and I've seen them come to an altar of repentance, and I've seen them shake in the power of the Holy Ghost. And God filled them with His Spirit and they speak in tongues. And I've seen the change in their lives. Amen. I've seen the change in their lives. And the gospel that I'm preaching about today, amen, it doesn't expire in 2017. But it will continue for all the time. It will continue. It's not an old message. It's a message that has power to change and to transform lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Aunt Dee Dee, I hope I don't embarrass you tonight. But I, I've seen uh, my Aunt Dee Dee as she, she's come to the Lord in the last several weeks. Probably even months now. And I've seen God move in her life. And for years she was away from God and, and living in a, uh, in a world of sin and, and uh, hurt and abuse and abandonment. And lots of pain. Amen. But I've watched my Andita. She's come to this church. Amen. Just a couple of months ago. Amen. She's, she was coming last year. But this year she really began to get a hold of it. And I've seen the glow of the Holy Ghost on Aunt Dee. Uh, Sister Dee, I've seen the glow of the Holy Ghost. I've seen that laughter, that joy begin to come back. I've seen the impact she's already had in others' lives. Amen. When you allow God to move in your life. And you say, God, I'm going to give it all to you. I'm going to believe in the report of the Lord. I'm going to allow God to visit with me and God to move in my life. And this message that I'm preaching today is for this city. It's for you and for your family. Amen. Amen. If you allow that word of God to get into your life. Amen. Amen. The scripture says, who hath believed our report? Amen. Will you believe the report of the Lord that there's hope for your life? Amen. That there's overcoming power for your life. And the scripture continues. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Amen. That's in direct reference to the power of God. Amen. To whom has the power of God been revealed? Amen. When you get a revelation of the power of God. Amen. When you get a revelation of the power of God. And you begin to believe the words of the Lord. Amen. There's nothing that can stand in your way. Amen. There's no mountain too high. There's no valley too wide. That you cannot overcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The arm of the Lord. The arm is that by which we execute a purpose and is often used as the emblem of power. And here it denotes the omnipotence of the power of God. The arm of the Lord, representative of the omnipotence, the all-powerful arm of God. I don't know what you're facing in your life today and you think there's nobody that has the power to help my circumstances there's nobody that has the power to help my situation. Amen. But to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Amen. On this Sunday morning, God wants to make His arm bare before you. God wants to reveal His power, His arm of power in your life. Amen. God wants to outstretch His arm of power and pull you up out. Amen. Of the pit of despair. He wants to extend His arm of power. Amen. And begin to run a great work in your life. If you allow God to reach His hand down to you today. And you'll grab a hold of it and say, God, I want that in my life. I'm tired, God. Of trying to go it alone. The world. Amen. In all of its Hollywood productions. Makes glamorous the Lone Ranger. That blazes his own trails. Does it by himself. And it's one man. Going double barrel against the enemy. But in the kingdom. In the spiritual realm. It's you. Locking arms with Jesus. Rather, it's Him coming inside and you fill you with His Spirit. And it's God fighting with you. It's God fighting for you. Hallelujah. It's God working with us. 
Amen. And I, and I believe that as we get a hold of that, amen, God will move for us like we've never seen before. When we realize uh, on a daily basis, and I appreciate as I talk to uh, my brother sometimes, and, and he tells me, uh, you know, I had to get up and pray this morning before I started my day. And I, I, I have a great appreciation for people that will begin their day with prayer and that will realize I, I'm not going to go through this day without praying. I'm not going to try to go through this day without first getting on my knees and spending some time in the presence of God. Amen. And God will begin to reveal His arm of power in a person's life as they get on bending knee before Him. And God begins to show Himself strong. Amen. I can guarantee every time that Brother Paul gets on his knees and prays before he starts his day. Amen. You attack your day with power and with authority and knowing God's on my side. And no devil in hell can destroy me. Amen. No trick of hell can call me off course because I got a line in prayer on my knees before God. Thank you, Lord. People, therefore people believe not the report of the gospel. Because the arm of the Lord is not revealed to them. Amen. You come to church on Sunday morning. You're going to see the power of God move in your life. And it's what you do when you witness the power of God work in our, in our world. Amen. How do you respond to, the, to, to that? People believe not the report of the gospel because the arm of the Lord is not revealed to them. They do not discern nor will be brought to acknowledge that divine power which goes along with the Word. Amen. When you get the Word of God in your heart, and you get the preached Word in your working in your life, amen, come alongside it will be the power of God. Because the Word of God has power. When you say, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I'm going to get the Word of God moving in my life. I'm going to get the Bible out on Monday morning. I'm going to begin to read His Word. I'm going to begin to believe the report of the Lord. And so everybody else says, I can't make it. So my family says, you're never going to get out of your situation. But I get the report of the Lord. I begin to read what God has for my life. And when I begin to get the report of the Lord, and I begin to get the word of God working, the power of God comes alongside. And the arm of the Lord is revealed again. And again and again in my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a great man, the word of God, by the name of Gideon. And we've preached about Gideon from time to time. And the story of Gideon is a mighty powerful story. Our introduction to the man Gideon in the Bible. Gideon had believed for too long the report of the world. He had believed for too long the report uh, of society and where he fit into society. He was going to always be at the low end, the, the lower class of society. He was going to be the tail and not the head. He was going to be following and never leading. He was, uh, he was nothing significant. Uh, amen. But the Bible tells us in the book of Judges, chapter number 6, amen, the story of Gideon. Verse number 11, And there came an angel of the Lord, and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joash the Abizrite and his son Gideon, that great man, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And verse 12 says, And the angel of the Lord 
appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And at first you read that scripture, you think, okay, nothing out of the ordinary. Amen. But the scripture continues and it begins to show us and reveal to us how Gideon perceived himself. And Gideon said unto the Lord, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? Amen. The being enslaved by the Midianites and the uh, just the, the cruel rule that the Midianites had over Gideon and his people. And why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? The angel shows up into Gideon's life and proclaims, Thou mighty man of valor. And yet Gideon, probably with his head between his legs, amen, just looking at the floor, amen, says, and verse number 15, and he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewithal shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh. We don't have the resources. We don't have the, the wherewithal. And furthermore, I am least in my father's house. In biblical cultural times, amen, the oldest had all the power, had all the authority, amen. That was the one that the blessing of God was supposed to be upon, amen. And Gideon said, first of all, you don't understand. I can't do what you're telling me to do, Mr. Angel. Amen, I can't do all those things that you're talking about. I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, but you got to understand, Lord. Amen, I don't have a lot of money. I'm poor. Amen, I'm the poorest in my family, and I'm the least of my brethren. You don't understand where I fit into society. You don't understand there's nothing going for me. I just uh, assume that I live uh, Till my dying day, I'm going to be a loser. I'm not going to do anything significant with my life. But suddenly the report of the Lord begins to, to be spoken in Gideon's life. God shows up on the scene in Gideon's life and says, That mighty man of valor, I'm going to use you. Gideon looks in the mirror and says, I don't think I changed. I think I'm still Gideon, the loser, the poor man, the least of my brethren, the one that all my brothers kick. And they slap as they walk through the hallway. And I can't do nothing about it. I, I can't defend myself. I, I don't have the resources and I don't have the notoriety. Amen. I'm a nobody. Amen. But God, amen, wants to speak into somebody's life on this Sunday morning. And God wants to pronounce something over our lives. That there are great plans that He has for your life. And that through your life, there will be eternal impact. If you allow the Word of God to work. If you believe the report of the Lord. Oh, let's lift our hands into the hymn one more time. All across this house, let's close our eyes and lift up our hands to the Lord today. Amen. Why don't you allow God to speak to your life? Why don't you allow God to speak a word into your life? You hold eternal value in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. 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 Gideon could have believed the report of everybody else in his world. They probably looked to Gideon and said, you're a fool, Gideon. You ain't got no money. Gideon, 
you ain't got no no authority. Amen. But one thing that Gideon did have is Gideon had the word of God pronounced over his life. The report of the Lord began to go forth over Gideon's life. And it was it had to be Gideon that had to embrace the word of God and say, I'm going to allow that word of God to work in my life. And I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to trust God to fill in the blanks for me. Gideon approached, amen, the power of God with questions. There were things he did not yet understand. He did not yet know how God would perform his work. But he had to simply believe that God can do it through my life. I may not have all the talent. I may not have good looks. I may not have money in the bank. I may not have a lot going for me. But God is on my side. And when he fights for you. He doesn't lose. When God fights for you, He doesn't lose. Amen. You're destined to win every single time when you go shoulder to shoulder and you lock arms. You go hand in hand with the Lord. You're destined to win, to overcome. You're on the winning side. And God wrought a great work through the life of Gideon because he believed the report of the Lord. And he said, I'm not going to believe what my brothers tell me that I'm a loser. I'm not going to believe what the bank manager says that i got no money. But I'm going to trust God. I'm going to walk by faith. And I'm going to allow God to use me. So my question is this morning, amen, will you allow the Word of God to work in your life? Will you get the Word working in your heart? Will you believe that God has the power and is willing to move for you? Your identity in this life is not predicated on the opinion of men, but on the Word of God. That's why it's so imperative that we come to church every time the doors are open, Sunday morning, Wednesday night, and we hear the Word preached. And we hear it taught. And we can get that Word working in our lives because what will happen is you're going to go home and perhaps you're going to flick on the television or turn on the radio or pick up a magazine. And they're going to tell you why you're so, why you have no value. They're going to tell you why life is not important. They're going to tell you that you're not worth anything. And they're going to try to distract you. But when you get the word preached in your life, the light of glory begins to shine in your life. And you see that God wants to move for you. Amen. Wants to help you. But you got to open your ear to the report of the Lord. Years ago, my mom, she's in the multi-purpose room right now teaching Sunday school. She had married my father and the bishop of our church. And wouldn't you know, the doctor said she wouldn't be able to have any children. They had pronounced her barren. And said, looks like you got some physiological or biological issues. You're not able to have children. You're not physically able to have children. And I'm sure for every woman that probably is the most devastating news you can hear. That I'm not able to have children. I can't reproduce. Because God puts it within the heart of a woman to, to produce a child, to, to have a child. 
God puts it there. You watch even some of the little girls in Sunday school. They got their little baby stroller and they're pushing strollers. They're thinking about babies. And it's like, <laughs> that's a long ways off, sweetie. But it's in their heart. They want to take care of a child. They want, they want to take care of a baby. And God puts it in their heart. And the doctors had told my mother, you're not going to be able to have children. And that was the report of the doctor. And I'm not going to try and slam doctors. Amen. I hope that we have medical doctors come up in this congregation. And people that will pursue education and go forward in their, in their growing in their education. Amen. I myself have my bachelor's. I'm not trying to knock education. But the doctors can prognosticate, if that's the right way to say it. Uh, they provide their prognosis and their, their diagnosis of, of the condition, the medical condition of the patient. And they told my mother she couldn't have children. But one time, she found herself in an apostolic church service. And the Holy Ghost began to move in her life. And suddenly, as she had her hands uplifted, she, she tells me the story. And her eyes closed and she was worshiping the Lord and probably tears coming down her face as she was worshiping the Lord and praising the Lord. Suddenly she felt a warmth come over the top of her head to the sole of her feet. And she began to feel that healing virtue flow through her body. And suddenly she was worshiping the Lord and she was in the house of God and she was with the people of God. She was in the right place at the right time and God began to move for her. And God began to heal her. And it was around that time that God had given my, my dad a dream about it. He was going to have a son and, and to call him Jeremiah. And God began to move. And then the report of the doctor began to go out the window because God showed up. Amen. And when God shows up in your life, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter what the naysayers say. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter what the marriage counselors say. But God wants to run a great work in your life. Amen. It was just a few short months later that she gave birth to my oldest brother, Jeremiah. And then Israel came along. And then myself, Nathaniel. And then Paul Ryan came along. And four boys later, amen, my mom and dad were laughing and were blessed and were enjoying the promises of God. Because it's a matter of whose report will you believe? Will you worship God? Will you praise God? Will the doctors say there's no hope? Will you worship God and praise Him? Will the marriage counselors telling you to get a divorce? Will you praise God when the bank manager tells you you've got no money? Will you believe His report? Will you praise Him? Will you worship Him? Will you allow the arm of God, that power to be revealed in your life? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One more time, let's lift up our hands to the Lord and let's just praise Him. Let's allow the Lord to speak into our lives. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Yes, hallelujah. Let's see, let the Holy Ghost have its way right now. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Lisa, Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I will lift up my eyes into the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer. Behold, he that keepeth thee will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade on thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. He shall preserve thy going in and thy coming out from this time forth, even forever and more. I wonder if we could take a neighbor by the hand right now as we close. I wonder if we could take a neighbor by the hand. And why don't we just pray with one another in our pews, in our chairs. Amen. Why don't you find somebody to pray with right there where you're sitting. Amen. Everybody find somebody to pray with. And why don't you hold hands and lift those knees to the Lord this morning. Come on, nobody should be by themselves right now. Amen. Why don't you find somebody and hold their hands. Amen. And call out to God this morning. Amen. God wants to move for you today. God wants to move for you today. It's not His will that you live in hopeless despair. But God has the answers.
Jesus. Come on in Jesus' name. Come on in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Betsy, let the Lord speak to you right now. Let God bring you hope. Let God bring you let God bring you the answer that you need this morning. Amen. I'm through preaching. Now it's your time to respond. It's your time to reach out to God. And say, God, I believe you. Come on, all you've got to do is to begin to open up your lips and begin to talk with the Lord. Amen. Talk with Him out loud. Amen. Just begin to voice your complaint before the Lord. Begin to voice your petition. Begin to voice and articulate your prayer to God.